in this week's Torah portion, we read a special Torah portion um, for this Shabbat of Holchanoi Petah. And in this Torah portion, it's very interesting. We start with uh, the story of Moses uh, going back, ascending the mountain for the second time. He has just finished, just before we start this Torah portion, um, the story goes that the uh, Israelites uh, were at Mount Sinai. Um, they were waiting for 40 days days and 40 nights for Moses, uh, who was up on the mountain um, working on the Ten Commandments um, with God and getting them, taking them down from God's words. And um, when he came back down, what did he find? But of course, the story of the golden calf, where the Israelites had, they couldn't wait, and they created this golden calf made from melted gold jewelry and such, and they were praying um, to that golden calf, and he becomes so furious that he smashes the tablets. Um, and uh, this is where basically our Torah portion begins, is Moses reascends the mountain um, to get a second set of tablets um, from God to bring down to the people. It's a, it's a second chance. Um, and we, it, but what's, what I find that's very interesting that happens here is uh, Moses actually also has a kind of re reaction that uh, reminds me of what the Israelites had done before. Um, so, so going back, the Israelites, uh, they had what we could call a crisis of faith. They basically, um, they couldn't wait. Those, those 40 days felt like forever. I mean, maybe, who knows? Like sometimes the Torah says numbers and we're supposed to just take from that a, a a feeling or a relative um, experience. So maybe it wasn't 40 days, like who knows? Maybe it was a lot shorter than 40 days, but it felt like 40 days to them. That's a possibility um, because it just felt like a really, I guess what it's trying to say, the Torah is trying to tell us is that it was a really long time. It was a very too long a time for them. Um, now you would think that the Israelites would actually have a lot of faith because they had just been redeemed from slavery and not in an ordinary way, in a super um, miraculous way. You know, first of all, all of the plagues happened. And then if that wasn't enough, um, they had the experience of the Red Sea splitting into two so that they could just walk right through it. Um, I mean, if, if anyone had uh, any doubts about um, the existence of God who was at once experiencing all of that, you would think, okay, so they're reassured in their faith. Um, not only that, they're getting food from God, they're getting manna in the desert. So you would think that they would be assured, but actually, you know, is something that um, does really things and where they were without us and mess and worried and being in that space of vulnerability in that space of being open and that space of believing through that, that feeling of anxiety and they have the choice to make this golden calf to have something tangible even though I can't imagine they really thought that was really God. They made it themselves. Um, you know, I don't know that, but that they wouldn't have thought it was, uh, had God-like powers. But to me, I mean, something that they've just created and they're standing in front of, 
it's hard for me to believe that they believed it in their heart. Moses goes up the mountain and the first thing that he says to God in is he says um, that he wants to see God. He says, oh, please let me behold your presence. Let me behold your presence. If I have gained favor in your eyes, then let me behold your presence. And that is really astounding because it's actually not that different than the Israelites. Moses is asking to see God. Moses wants to really see that God, is exi that God exists and to see physical proof. That's what it seems like to me. I'm sure this, there's, I mean, there are so many different understandings of this statement, but to me, it's very parallel to what the Israelites do. And God responds in an interesting way. God says, you cannot see me. That's not possible, but you can see my back. Um, I'm going to put you, so there's this famous verse where um, God says to Moses, I'm going to put you in a cleft in the rock, go into that cleft in the rock, and, and, and you, once I've passed by you, you'll be able to see my back. Um, and I think that is so fascinating because to me, it sounds like a really perfect um, description of how we can experience spirituality in our lives. We don't, we cannot see God directly. We wish we could. Um, it would make believing and faith so much easier, but maybe that's the point. Maybe we need to be vulnerable and it is the only way that we can truly let God into our lives is to be so vulnerable that we let ourselves believe against all odds, against all kind of logics, um, but we believe anyway um, because believing is an experiential and emotional thing. Faith is, is emotional. It's not really something that can be argued so easily. If it was easy, uh, we would all know the answer, but this is something that's been argued for centuries uh, because it's very hard to put it into words, but we know it when we feel it and we, when we experience it. Just like breathing is important to the body, um, believing in faith is important to the soul. And so where do we see God? We see God, um, we see, the back of God, we see God through all kinds of expressions of love and of goodness in the world. Um, and the Torah portion goes on to, to describe God. It says, Adonai, Adonai, El-Rachum, B'chanun, Erech Apayim, Dochaseb, Le'emet. God, God, um, gracious, low to anger, abounding in kindness and faithfulness, extend kindness to the generation, forgiving iniquity, transgression, and sin. When we see those acts, when we are that way with each other, slow to anger, abounding in kindness, faithfulness, extending kindness to, the, to as far as we possibly can, forgiving transgressions in each other, we are seeing the back of God. We're seeing the effects of a spiritual life. So may you allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be open, to be open to the possibility, even if you don't believe, 
to be open and vulnerable enough to sit with that enough that it's just, and to look for the possibility of spirituality in the world and in your life. Thank you.